Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 92 of Justified Pursuit. I am back from the land of enchantment, beautiful New Mexico. And oh, and also went to Austin this week. And we'll get uh, the good counselor, Chisholm Cook's take on all of that here in a second. But first of all, how have you been, my friend? I am doing well. You probably didn't hear that. I was turning the fan on. It's hot. Uh, uh, doing great. Well, you know, um, drought, drought and climate change will do that to a man. It's really weird. It's been raining for days. How? Rain? rain? Guess what? Oh. Now it's apocalyptic flooding, which proves climate change. And the other day, no, like, no, no, like no. what? Climate. Ten, ten days ago, it was apocalyptic drought. It's, There's a phrase. We're for all going to die. We're all climate. Die. Not just like how we're actually all going to die. Crisis. We're all going to die. But we're all going to die like really soon from caused. climate flooding climate <laughs> crisis caused flooding i think it might have even said flash floods we've never had drought and we've never had floods oh my god the end of the world is here we're all gonna die climate change that's the new thing uh COVID is over and climate change is in vogue which we all knew was happening this isn't a surprise if you've been paying attention monkeypox and climate change that's the butt sex thing the <laughs> monkeypox thing that's 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 the one yeah that one <laughs> i think we talked about that last week y'all stop doing that you gross bastards just cut it out quit with the orgies if you want to do your mail if you're <laughs> mail, on. do your mail I just got back yesterday from just... boston uh spent two days out in boston meeting with some guys who might be the smartest men in the world might be the end of the world but it was pretty cool mm-hmm. seeing their operation and uh eating some really good food at some boston restaurants and clam uh, chowder Cool Tell me job. about the clam chowder. I did on my way out at the airport, which probably mm. wasn't a great. Well, it was this place called Legal Seafood, which is one of the you know premier seafood joints in in Boston. I'm gonna I'm have, gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. Airport you know, clam chowder for the win. It, you know how like there's Papados in the airport now. There's good restaurants in airports these days. Local is restaurants. Earl Campbell. He's from Austin, or he played at UT, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I ate at the Earl Campbell Earl Campbell taco truck at the airport in Austin the other day. So I'm, I'm guilty too. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. good. It was, well, it, the, wasn't, it was okay. The lobster roll was fantastic. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. The clam chowder. I was concerned that my bowels would give me problems on the flight. It was a little, little fishy, mm. a little bit, just a little mm. bit. But right uh, I'm probably hypersensitive to that. I mean, clams can be funky without being totally rotten you know it doesn't take much clams are that way so i mean i tend to just get the 10 of them and open it up and eat it in the back country along with some oysters well but those are packed full of you know a year's worth of preservatives, preservatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're really good for you yeah um well so okay i'm glad you had a good trip to boston i uh yes tell us about i went in i flew into denver last <clears throat> wednesday with my you know, the the woke brother and the other brother was on the same flight. So both brothers. So we're still then, allowed to call him the woke brother. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a, a shot okay, at him. Cool. Uh, Love you, Chris. He, he embraces that. Um, and, you know, Chris has no interest in hunting or fishing, really, or being outdoors for that matter. He's more of a brunch, a Sunday brunch guy. Mimosas and uh, what is the other thing? Mimosas and uh, Bellinis. Bellinis. Caviar? Oh. Yeah, Bellinis. Did you do caviar brunch. brunch? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so he likes golf. That's kind of one thing we do do outdoors. Um, Should and, I be proud to say I have no idea what a Bellini is? Um, I think. Well, it's, does that make me? What's uncool? a mimosa? Is orange juice and champagne? Yeah, I, I certainly know what a mimosa is, like, is. Nothing wrong with a good mimosa. What is? Well, I don't know what a Bellini is either. I don't. <laughs> okay, good. You just know what it's called. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Uh, we go play golf. We find a Denver to meet up with another buddy, play some golf. And then from there, we drove to New Mexico for our annual mountain man trip. This was the 35th year they've been doing it. It's my dad and his friends, the church I grew up in. When you turn 21, you're invited. So when we were at Baylor together, I got to go on my first one, uh, which was 20 years ago because I turned 41 on Sunday. So do the math there. 20 years. And uh, also, you could, happy birthday is like traditionally what you say. Like, we covered sorry, this hey. last week. It was the day after my anniversary. I told oh. you happy birthday. And okay. I made a mental okay. note that next year I need to remember that the day after my anniversary is your birthday. Okay. But uh, thanks for 
uh chastising me i guess oh that's what i'm here for um but yeah so we get to the to new mexico and there's 16 men on this trip We're on fire right now and uh <laughs> and guess there, so nine of us go fly fishing including my dad and my brother jansen chris uh chose to not participate in that because who's going to take the fish off of his hook if some if someone you know if he does catch one his wife will do it for him, but she's a, Charlotte's not afraid of that. Uh, but anyway, so we go fly fishing. Dad's never fly fished. He catch, you know, has a great time. Uh, Jansen and never fly fished. I think actually about there was nine of us that fished the first day. And I think six of them had never fly fished before. So that was pretty cool. The next day it rained. And so only dad and I had the gusto for the, for the fishing. So that it got it dwindled to two the next day. Um, it was awesome. We played wiffle ball in the mountains. We played spades when it was monsooning, uh, drank some bourbon. And uh, I've heard there's been a hell of a monsoon in Arizona, New Mexico. It rained every day. It, yeah, it rained every day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Didn't rain on us in Denver, though. Um, but yeah, it was a nice trip. Uh, felt rejuvenated. It was nice to kind of the, the trip before hunting season kicks off. And then uh, next Thursday will be the dove opener, which I'm so pumped about because my my new dog will be here. It'll be my first hunt ever with little Jojo. Um, so we could her, fly off the rails or it could go swimmingly. I don't her, know. Her stock is rising. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's she's the only one I got at this point. We'll see. Right. She did pass her. She did the junior. She did a junior hunt test last sure week. She's going to be dynamite. And she aced it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but then yesterday I went to Austin. For the entire day, I flew down there. I fly was at eight, and I flew back at eight, and I went straight to the Texas Parks and Wildlife headquarters, where we had to thwart this anti-hunting, anti-trapping organization uh, that's trying to implement a lot of regulations on Texas you're gonna, sportsmen. You're going to drag justified pursuit into your lawsuit, aren't you? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> there's there's only cease and desist letters between me and the founder of their organization which just the one direction so far no no they finally sent one back okay so now we we have to cease and desist each other mutually agreeing not to speak each other's names although we did shake hands yesterday and you know said "Eh, wish things would have played out differently my my opinion on him and his organization doesn't change a nice guy but you can you can be wrong and still be a nice guy Um, yeah and i think we've been saying that about these lefties since day one and that's what he is. They all so, are very caring people. Right, right. Uh, but dude, you should have seen the people that came to speak in favor. It was Sierra Club, Defenders for Wildlife, ladies that own feral cat sanctuaries. I mean, it was it was one after another. Some dude said he was vacationing in Arizona at a state park, and the uh, state park, um, not warden, what are they? They're just state park. Uh, like rangers? Yeah, the rangers. The ranger was leading this touristy thing, and somebody said, "Oh, where are you from?" He goes, "I'm from Texas, but I'm kind of embarrassed by it because you know they don't uh, they don't regulate the harvest of mountain lions in Texas." And this other guy goes, "Oh, I didn't know that. That's a shame." And this guy who was speaking was like, "I'm." He wanted to say, "I'm from Texas," but he immediately said he felt so embarrassed that he didn't even want to say it. That was his testimony. (laughs) So these are the type of liberal. tree hugger you know ilk that showed up and they had twice as many people as us and they're well organized but they don't have science on their side and they have no data so i felt like they got destroyed personally i just don't know how much they've been able to infiltrate texas parks and wildlife from a you know on the management level i thought it had already been dismissed well, the petition was dismissed, but they will. They're they've agreed to the sixth, the sixth component of their six demands was form an advise a stakeholder advisory committee, and that's what I spoke on was roasting them on that because in their text on their website, uh, yeah, they wanted to have like the equivalent of putting PETA on the advisory board. It was a right. uh, all the outfits that animal you just said up. Yeah. welfare organization needed to have a seat at the table. No, that's like negotiating with terrorists. We don't, as hunters and conservationists, we don't we don't negotiate with the Humane Society or PETA right. or Defenders. Facts for don't care about your feelings. You want exactly. to manage wildlife? Stick to the facts. 
So that's what I did yesterday for my, that's my real job. Super proud of you, bro. Super proud of you. Um, you, uh, are a wild ass, um, to a certain extent, fly by the seat of your pants, uh, half crazy person, but you Mm -hmm. have built a, uh, modest radio empire, uh, literally with nothing but a mic and a computer. And now you are stepping out into the fray in a real big way. And, uh, there's a whole bunch of people rallying behind you. If Instagram and I assume Facebook, certainly Instagram is any indication. So yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's awesome to watch you lead. Um, very articulate little shake voice. Yeah, shake maybe voice. a little bit, <laughs> but very yeah. articulate. Otherwise, um, I was, I, you know, I was really, really hyped up on caffeine. <laughs> like, so, like I took two of those energy packets, put them in one oh. t- six, 12 ounce bottle of, of Oops. Dasani. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before and uh, was catching up on sleep from, well, because of the weather in Dallas, I didn't, I was supposed to fly back Sunday night and I didn't get home until 10 PM Monday night. So that kind of threw off my whole plans for the week. And so I just was like, caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. And you know what it felt like? It felt like, uh, it felt like I took a bunch of Adderall back from yeah, studying in college. Oh, yeah, I've 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 maxed out the caffeine and a couple of on it uh, alpha brains, and that'll get. It will give you shake voice. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many people were there? Uh, uh, so in the actual hearing room, right. I would say there was sixty people in there, and then they had to take. There were so many people; they don't usually have as many people show up to talk. Uh, but there was three really big topics one was uh oyster reefs when they're trying to yeah, I'm sure they're letting the commercial fishermen actually oyster farmers is what they call them mm-hmm. really stick it to the you know the sole proprietorship oyster oystermen that make a living going out on their own selling the oysters and then the cwd thing which your ranch is not in but it's close and part of web county is in it it's they 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 want to make it so CWD is chronic wasting disease. It's found in white-tailed deer, other cervids as well. Uh, but they're trying to make it a three hundred thousand acre surveillance zone, which is yeah, pretty big. It's multiple. So counties. are you saying that our ranch would be is would be near the three hundred thousand or in near it's in it's near the current? What do you, it would be near the 300,000. So we're wouldn't, still wouldn't be in it though. It wouldn't, no, it wouldn't be in it. Compass and small. Okay. No. So basically it's from freer North or uh, South. Wait, du- they're in Duval. That's North Duval County. The guy that Duval is North to. of Freer. Yeah. yeah. Freer is in Webb County. Right. And Duval, yeah. like, it's directly North of it. And the Mendiola is South of that anyway. The Mendiola is, is South of that. South of Duval. South of Freer. the Freer. Freer. No, it's West of Freer. West. Okay. Yeah, because fifty nine. Either way, it's not fifty nine cuts almost due west to Laredo, so you go free to Laredo, and they're they're pretty close to on the same parallel. But they had over a hundred people come yesterday to speak on these various issues, and um, everyone was supposed to get two minutes, and that was loosely enforced because I went for three minutes and probably could have kept going. They had a red light that popped up, and I just ignored it and just kept on kept on going. Going to talk till somebody tells you to shut up. Nice. Yeah, and nobody did, much, which I think is what I have been doing my entire life. <laughs> yeah few people listen i talk until i tell myself to shut up there's a point where i'm like okay you're rambling cut yeah. it off knock it off not on the yeah, show tonight. nothing I, I was not rambling yesterday it was trying to just get as many factual points against there was, their when i was listening to it <clears throat> i thought it was damn near flawless but there was a moment where i of course i'm watching the video of what happened yesterday right but i wanted to like help you yeah which I find myself doing a podcast all the time where I want to like, I want to either help the conversation or argue with the guy talking, but you were talking about, I think where they claim that there are no mountain lions in Texas that die of natural causes. And that as we speak, a mountain lion is in a trap. Yeah. And you were trying to articulate how ridiculous that is. The word you needed was hyperbolic. That is hyperbolic, emotional nonsense. Yeah. Put that in your, uh, I'll have to put that in your back pocket pocket. Yeah into because that's totally arsenal. what that is dude there's yeah. not a single cat in texas that dies of natural causes and as we speak there's one dying in a trap right that's called hyperbolic if that was true and there's based a, on nothing a mountain lion trapped in a in a trap in perpetuity in texas 365 24 7 
You'd see a lot we, more pictures of We wouldn't of have any more mountain lions. Hey, you remember when my dad caught one in a trap and like everybody in Texas had seen it within 12 hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there were that many mountain lions getting trapped on a daily basis such that there's always one in a trap, maybe not everybody would post it, but you'd see that stuff gets around, man. I was oh, blown away sure. how viral a, a trapped mountain lion is. Did you it, take it off of your Instagram page? Deal. I don't think so. No, I, I was trying to show one of the... If I did, I did it during that 24-hour period where we weren't quite sure the legality of the the matter. Right. (laughs) Well, luckily, folks like me are fighting for folks like you and every other Texas out there. I know you can just Google it, and you can find pictures of uh, Dad holding it. Charlotte was actually... Charlotte was telling me that just last night where she decided to Google her dad's name. Uh, which was touching and the main one of the first things you find is the episode where we talked about it and so she was apparently listening to a podcast in school so we need to have a talk about that but <laughs> couldn't get too mad at her for listening to us talk about mountain lions so yeah that's awesome uh well, here's the outdoor the, show so there's a hit for you yeah the the takeaway from the thing though is that they're very organized they are going to they're going to keep throwing a fit and we will just have to keep fighting it and trying to beat them back as for as long as we can you know, and hope that that they're not able to infiltrate Texas Parks and Wildlife on a large scale, because that's really the thing. Once they have the commission's ear, um, it's over. Well, look, you know, so I've seen um, uh, the guy from Blood Origins mm. weighing in on this. Have you seen his post about it? I I don't agree with him, but yes, I, and I like Robbie. His name's Robbie Kroger. I like him a lot. He's been on my show. I've been on his show. Okay, uh, so I, I, I think. think- where I he think, says we all want the same thing is not is not okay. I, I, down on I could see you disagreeing legitimately with that. Yeah. His broader take to me is we should put some scientific muscle behind it to really understand where we're at with the mountain lions, right? Because as you point out in the thing, we all agree we want mountain lions, right? We like all I, do. I wouldn't necessarily have a dude <clears throat> a five cat bag limit. How many people do you know that have killed five mountain lions in a year? Zero. Like, what difference would that make, right? Now, outlawing certain types of trapping and stuff like that, that's a whole, that's a non-starter, right? Mm-hmm. Because nobody's rare. It's not really even possible to truly target a mountain lion unless you know you have a mountain lion preying on your deer or your cattle, right? Otherwise, it's a bycatch. Right. You're probably catching coyotes and, and whatever, right? So the a limitation there would go far beyond the scope of protecting mountain lions, right? My point is his, ta- his take is to the extent there is agreement between the two sides. You're saying based it on science, they're saying we need more science, <clears throat> but they're skipping the science that's going straight to strict quotas, enforcing trapping, right? They're wanting to create science in lieu of science right now. Mm-hmm. The point is, I don't know what kind of data the state has on it. Um, I know that whatever it is, it's a fraction of the reality, right? Because, these cats just don't get seen a lot, right? Right, unless you're out west, where they've banned hunting and killing and trapping them, and now they're run amok and mm-hmm. snatching people's dogs and attacking hikers on trails, which hadn't happened in a hundred, hundred years. So anyway, here's what here's one here's one thing that I would say. What if you, your dad, was checking your snare line for coyotes, and he came across mountain lion number six, and it was already dead, and now you're a criminal. I hear you. No, that, like that's, that's that's absurd. That's a fair and point. That's a great also, point. I just, I just, it seems, and I've been saying publicly, impossible. I am for the data collection, but some of those landowners that I talked to, the massive landowners in West Texas yesterday, that own hundred hundred thousand acres, they their take was, why am I going to give them the data? The only thing that's going to do is end up poorly for me because they're going to say, if it's two hundred mountain lions, that's not enough. If it's five thousand mountain lions, yeah. it's not enough. So maybe like it's a lose lose situation. I'm always looking for some kind of middle ground. You're always standing firm to the adjacent to me. And I find more and more and more and more and more and more every day that I keep drifting closer and closer to your position, to your point with, we know my arms are open. We know we have mountain lions. We haven't regulated them ever. And yet they're still here. So what are we doing wrong from that vantage point? Not a damn thing. You guys want to see more of them? Move your asses to California where they'll snatch your freaking, you know, your shih tzu. Yeah. When, when, my, when my computer update that Google thing, can you hear that when it goes off? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I was making sure the, the listener wasn't hearing that. Um, okay. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, 
I'm sure I'll cover it more for my, for my real job. But uh, as far as, and I appreciate your advice as going through that cease and desist thing with the other side. Um, you know, you and my dad are the two that I trust to bounce that stuff off the most um, due to your, well, friendship and also your, your legal background. Limited as it may be. Um, so if I told you in the airport, as I'm sitting there delayed in Denver, I say to you, what kind of a person would you think would wear a mask in right now in 2022? Was the picture that I sent you not that person? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was really, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes, but certainly if I was going to paint the sort of caricature of, of, a, of a masker in August of 2022, they would have green. I think it was green. Yeah, it hair. was green hair, yeah. uh-huh. green or blue or purple or, you know, two tone or something. It was a Why six, is it all guy. these crazy ass leftists want? He was huge and he had green hair uh, and was pretty much wearing all black. And then, but he had his shorts like rolled up to like mid thigh, which was off putting. And then had some probably bl- like black Doc Martens or something on. But I was just like, yeah, that is the exact spitting image of someone that would be wearing a mask right now. So this is where. And it's, you know what? This, this is a stereotype, this is where, but this is where, where God calls come... us not to judge because that guy almost definitely has some shade of autism, it sounds like. So maybe cut him some slack. He was also look at him and think he had autism. He was the, he was also he was... beyond obese. So maybe he needs to be wearing a mask. <laughs> so I guess so. But was he not? I remember I, him being quite I don't, heavy. But I wasn't really judging him because the mask was on his face. Like judging him would be like, oh, that guy probably wears a mask. But he already had the mask on. So is that ju- that's not judging. That's just being like, oh, this is what the mask wearer looks like. Just an observation. Yeah, it was an observation. Exactly. Um, I accept. Yes, it was an observation, not a judgment. Fair. You box me in. I, I've got nothing. Uh, I saw plenty of people in my trip to Boston and back. Uh, they came in all shapes and sizes, all ages. Good amount of young people. Um, to the point of whether you judge them or not, I think you universally, when I see a younger person with a mask on, I can absolutely guess just how woke. <laughs> or I think your guy was on the autism spectrum. Um, I can guess the woke spectrum. Well, now, okay, no, no, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> let you just say that the guy was autistic, and because then I would feel like a jerk because I he had his not shorts rolled up. Yeah, I think that was like his and his hair dyed green and then all black. The, like, uh, no, dude, all of those are signs of somebody who has no concept of social dignity. Which is which is basically autism. It's just like the Antifa like look of these days, to be honest with you. So he was either Antifa or autistic. But I think that Venn <laughs> diagram overlaps a lot. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, but so the young people that you saw wearing autism. masks, and I saw some of these too, they didn't even have it over their nose. Uh yeah, I saw one young guy in particular, fit young guy. No need for a mask in general at the San Antonio airport at 7 a.m. with his nose exposed. And I I try every time I see a masker at this stage to just accept that they think they need that. I don't know their circumstances. If it gives them a 1% chance of not catching the virus, so be it. Maybe it's not that they're afraid of dying. Maybe their take is just like, I don't want to get sick because I can certainly agree with that. But I also like to breathe. And like to smile at people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, my point is I try not to judge when I see a masker. But when I see somebody on August 21st or whatever that was of 2022 who didn't need it in the first place, wearing it with their nose showing, I'm like, what? 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 what are you? Why? What are you doing? What is the point? It was one thing 18 months ago when they were mandated, certainly at the airport. That was like a show of defiance. Like, I'm going to breathe, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to keep this stupid thing on my chin. You know, F you. What's the point now? What are you doing? Uh, what are you like? No it's sense. doing. Is it just become like a whoopee, like a safety blanket? <laughs> a whoopee. You know, does, it, does, his, does his chin get cold? I, does he have a girlfriend that expects him to mask and is too, you know, doesn't realize like it doesn't work anyway? I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, getting back to judging people, though, there was a young lady, lovely young lady, very nice, sitting next to me. 
she I think she was unmasked getting on the plane, but she threw a mask on when she sat down in the middle seat between me and the next guy. Uh, at some well, point, I just she looked at you and was like, "Ooh, that guy's got a beard. He's probably at some a- point uh, she that was guy is she was masked up conservative and he is not vaccinated. I need to mask up. I had my tar and feather touchy shirt. Yes. With me, but not <laughs> oh. on at the moment. Um, <clears throat> I've got an anecdote about that as well. But I did notice when she shut her laptop at one point, a big uh, green New Deal sticker on it, as well as a whole bunch of other woke stickers. So she's but specifically. Yeah. Stupid. So so my judgment in that was case was stupid. And you're bullseye. right. Right. Yeah. So back to the she uh, was just young, just tar young. and feather tyrants shirts that we have with Fauci's face on them. I had mine should have had the JS justified for logo, but she stole it. No, that was or unwoke. I was packing it for the uh, mountain man trip. And there's a couple older guys on that trip that over the years, I figured out are pretty left leaning and we've gotten into some heated political debates. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to freaking wear this just to, you know, poke the bear. Then I was like, I'm going to turn 41 this weekend. And I just don't want to, I just don't even want to deal with the confrontation. So I put it back and hung it back up in the closet. And the guy that I was planning on just trying to incite by wearing the shirt, right? uh, He did say around the campfire, and I love the guy. We have great conversations. I've been going on camping with him for 20 years. We just disagree on a lot of things. Uh, (laughs) He was talking about how he just got his fifth shot. And I could see my brother, Chris. And my other friend, Justin, who is more on the spectrum with Chris, I could see them just starting to grin and be like, oh, he's about to blow this guy up. <laughs> they were like, and they knew it was coming. And and I just bit my tongue and just didn't say Good a single job. word. <laughs> Good job. I'm so proud of myself. <clears throat> they were so proud of me, too. They told me in the tent later that night they were talking about it. They were like, I can't believe Cable didn't say something to him. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. I think I just took another swig of, swip, uh, swig of my bourbon and just went on. Man, you bit your tongue even swigging bourbon. That's pretty impressive. So you did mention once that I think when you asked about boosters, Chris, about Chris and his friend getting boosters, the response was, yeah, that's not a thing. Surely they not only expected you to respond, but had the thought like, oh, my gosh, dude, five. You took five of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, surely, right? Like, did y'all get in, in any discussion about whether there was agreement on the efficacy or wisdom of taking five no, MRI I shots. Didn't, I didn't you just, not. you just, just bowed out nothing. They complimented you on your restraint and that was it. I think I might've said, wait, John, how many? And he said five. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and then that was the end of it. I, just, I mean, in the tent when your brother oh, and, and the other guy were applauding you for your, no, we didn't, we didn't dive into that. Okay. Well, five. Whew. five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know if we can move on to other things? If in fact there are any mm-hmm. that uh, the Omicron boosters are coming out here in the next month or so. I was exposed to COVID on that trip, by the way. My dad has it. My dad has it. One of the other yeah. older guys was coughing a lot. And do you know who Theo Vaughn is? <laughs> you know, do you know who Theo yeah. Vaughn is, yeah. the comedian? Yeah, I know. He has a ever, have you ever, yeah, and he's hilarious, man. You yeah. ever seen his stand up? There's he did a stand up show, I think, in Louisiana, where he's from. I've talked to my dad this morning, though. He's doing great doing great yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to just like plow right through that and not extend some common courtesy three of the I'm, older I'm guys have tested positive none of the younger people that were there have yet so the guy with five shots uh, i don't know if he's sick or not he hasn't responded on the email chain but my dad the guy that rode with him and then my other friends that all all have it so theo vaughn has this joke he, he likes to do these like real random borderline one-liner type you know total non sequiturs he goes my brother-in-law was bit by a gay dude <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> my first thought when he said dad has covid was we'll see yeah. <clears throat> glad he's doing no, right. no none of them have had fevers though or really headaches <laughs> it's just a cough and conge- like discongestion so but testing positive yeah he tested positive he said he was coughing the whole way home in the car but I, I knew my friend's dad was coughing a lot, and so I purposely was trying to keep my distance. Yeah. Yeah, as much as we mock it, deride it, and, and dismiss it, it's not fun to be sick with anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Uh, got bit by a gay dude. 
Yeah. I think it was his cousin. My cousin got bit by a dick gay dude. So we'll see. <laughs> like, I like the it. one That's where the he's joke. talking about his nuts being dipped in like gold or something. And when he sits on a chair, they go ding. Bang. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, he's, he's nuts. All right. So you have some shot stuff for us. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hell, I guess we're just since we're right. already we're, on the topic, we're going to let's let's dive. Since I bit my tongue the other day, I'm ready to talk about normally. It normally, the flow of this show is um, small talk, uh, catch up talk, uh, current events, and then the deep rabbit holes are usually at the very end. But I guess That's when we get into the tranny and shot talk, since we're 30 minutes from the end already, we have to skip the heat. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot in the news that we haven't covered since last week. Speaking Student of. loan forgiveness is a pretty big one. <sighs> yeah. Somebody's got to pay for that. How about? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's so, you take it, out you take out a loan and you mark your signature on there, guaranteeing that you're going to pay it back. How about you actually pay it back? It's so to your point. Yeah, that's in the news. It's so basic. I don't even know. We're we're entirely too evolved and adept at analysis to even bother explaining why that's just a. I, I well, I did see an article earlier today about it from Post or CNN or one of the damn leftist rags, which was like, uh, Dems. Uh, something like Dems move the needle on the midterms with uh, with student loan debt relief. And it's like, well, and OK, did. so you're admitting they're just trying to buy votes 75 right. days before election. Like, that's they all did. it is. That's exactly what they did. It's all it is trying to shore up their college educated base. I, yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah, Here, um, you know, I got into it with my brother, too, and he made a good point. No, no. Listen, he made a good point. It's too expensive. It shouldn't be that expensive. Right, it, they're, they're, it's highway robbery. What universities are charging kids? Do you, do you know why it's so expensive? Why? Because the federal government's been backing those loans and assuring that you can't even get out of them with bank without with bankruptcy for forty freaking years. That's why they're so expensive. Okay, well, the I agree government, with the federal I agree government with the it, with with that mentality of they're too expensive, and we're getting yeah, yeah, no, like, don't no, he's he's wrong, he's right. Yeah. College has gotten absurdly expensive, but the reason it's gotten so expensive is because they've been propped up by the federal government. That's why. Well, something needs to change then. And and, and yeah. I will never. Uh, uh, but, but once you sign the contract, like you said, we I think it's common sense that you're expected to pay it back in and, 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 and that scenario or any other in life. Dude, they're paying they're paying ten thousand dollars to people with graduate degrees and law degrees and stuff like it's well, they're not. We are. It's going to be us that have to pay for it. Good point. So I already working, paid my student class loan back. plumbers and yeah, you know, and now I'm going to have to pay for your student loan. So thanks for that. Yep. <clears throat> so shot stuff. Shots now? Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I would imagine, even though we've never really dove too much down this particular aspect that the folks that listen to this show still, which by the way, we were up to like 160 at the end of June mm. and we're back down to like a hundred per episode so i don't know what we did wrong um i don't know if we're chasing people away but there was like this building 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 this peak and then it's kind of it kind of dip, you know what down, can, what dip would down as low that? as 80 and come back to 100 again what would double that is if we actually put this on spotify where other people can listen to it dude i wish that i had the tech savvy to figure it out i've tried All right. i don't know what to do have you tried? so if you want to be a part of the uh, justified pursuit community and you have any tech background oh, you we would love baby. to hire you on for the uh astro- astronomical sum of zero dollars and uh that could be your donation to making sure we get on spotify or maybe you know somebody wait so you said hire hired on then you referred to it as a donation it was, uh, it was we will pay you uh if you have the tech savvy to help us optimize this thing um we will pay you with uh south texas hunting Mm. and offer that uh i'm not gonna let you shoot a big deer but you can come i have, have a lot of bullets if heavily hog hunting ignition maybe even a doe depending on where we are with those counts or uh, actually some birds we could even just pay you with real american dollars although they're only worth half of what they were before biden took office so we apologize Depends for on how mistakes. much you want to charge us for that uh, i sort of like the idea of trading javelinas instead but okay <laughs> <laughs> Cable anyway, if you know anybody that can help delicious. us get it on Spotify, please email yeah, me just... at uh, show at gmail.com or chisholm at something other than that. We're 
completely without focus today. So you know what? But I'm enjoying it. What's your email address? Give let people know what your email address oh, is. Uh yeah, use the Yahoo one. Chisholm L Cook at Yahoo. C H I S U M L C O O K E at mm. Yahoo. Uh by all means. Third time. Email. I'm gonna send say this. In, send us an input. Tell us what we're doing wrong and why we're <laughs> shrinking all of a sudden. Uh well, you know what? People aren't seeing our Instagram posts. That thing is growing. Oh, trust me. Part of it has to do that. We're not the kind of people that get, uh, we're not, our content is not uh, algorithm optimized by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't understand why we lost like 50 listeners an episode, which is 30% of our <laughs> I don't know. Our high water mark. Maybe they didn't like the topics. You know, it comes and goes. It's, I see the same thing online and they come back. They don't, they don't leave permanently. Fair enough. Yeah. So the yeah. third time I'm going to say this. Shot stuff. <laughs> Shot stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> Microchips. There's been the theory since day one because this is uh, basically a computer programming type of s- almost software device that they're injecting people with. That's why they have to wrap it in a lipid nanoparticle because it's... Mm-hmm. mRNA is a coding to change your RNA and therefore your DNA to make you create spike proteins. There's been this quote conspiracy theory that that is effectively microchipping us with nanotechnology um we've talked about the pfizer ceo came back or we we played that clip of him a couple shows ago saying that uh they will be able to tell when you actually get your shot remember remember that that's that's right okay so there you go exactly we played albert borla borla Much like Klaus Schwab sounds like a character from a you know a supervillain from a comic book movie, explaining that he would give you a pill <clears throat> that is oh, nanotechnology that would enter your body and then monitor your health data and relay that back to Pfizer and tell Pfizer all about your health status and be able to tell and yeah whether you know the word that he used in that clip. I remember right. very vividly compliance. Ah, that's right. Yes. Assure your compliance with the vaccine. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That was a very telling way of putting it. No doubt. So have you ever heard of the Internet of Things? No. Okay. So the Internet of Things is this desire by our corporate overlords to have like, you know, your refrigerator on the Internet. You know about like smart refrigerators, right? Mm, I have a smartphone. I don't know. Okay, so there are refrigerators that will tell you what the weather is on them, right? Why would you need your refrigerator to do that? You can just ask Alexa. I don't know, dude. Okay, that's like have to ask Whirlpool and the World Economic Forum. Why would your refrigerator need to tell you what the weather is? Mine doesn't. There's eight million devices in all of our houses that can just tell you. I get on my computer, my phone. So that's 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 the point of the Internet of Things, right? Is they want everything in your house connected to the internet, monitoring Mm. your habits, so they can bombard you with marketing, right? If your if your refrigerator is on the internet, then they know how often you go into it, what you get out of it, what you're putting in it. I don't know. I mean, who knows They're, what kind of It's more right? than that though. They can listen to everything we say. I mean, they already are right. on our smartphone. You got your smart TV, you got your smartphone. There's dude, there's ovens and stoves. Every, everything in your house, you've got your Nest, you know, your Nest uh Thermostat. Uh, thermostat system, which you can manipulate from anywhere on the planet, right? You've got your ring doorbell that tells that, that, that <clears throat> police. Have you, do, do we talk about this? That mm. there are law enforcement agencies at the state and federal level across the country in the last 18 months that have used footage of people's ring doorbells without their permission to go after criminals, like not where the homeowner is going after them, like they're going after the homeowner. For for crimes, I don't remember the details necessarily. That's right. Weird. So so everything in your house can be automated in this way, right? Uh-huh. Um, that's called the Internet of Things. This basically net global network monitoring everything we do. There's something called the Internet of Bodies. Okay. Bodies. Yeah, the Internet of Bodies. That's right. This video. Audio, I guess, that I'm about to play. This chick starts out, and you think, boy, this is out there. 
And she says, Google these words. And so I did. And she uses the phrase Internet of Bodies. Okay. Do you know what the RAND Corporation is? Mm-mm. The RAND Corporation is, is one of those global behemoths that you've never heard of that runs like 20% of the defense budget through it, right? Okay. RAND Corporation makes all kinds of things. Lots of bombs, for example. Um, you've never heard of it because they're the money behind the money, right? First hit on... I happen to be using... I guess I'm searching on Yahoo. First hit on Yahoo search, Internet of Bodies, RAN.org, the RAN Corporation. What is the Internet of Bodies? The Internet of Bodies, or IOB, is actually an ecosystem. It's a bunch of devices that are connected to the Internet that contain software that either collect personal health data. Uh, oh, that sucks. I opened the actual link and now I'm not any longer on that particular track. In the 20th century, wireless technology integrated with the human body was nothing more than science fiction. But today, Wi-Fi connected devices like heart rate monitors and sleep trackers have become common parts of American life. To your point, your cell phone's already tracking everything you do. If you're wearing a wearable, that's tracking your heart rate, right? Mm-hmm. Sleep trackers. How has bionic technology evolved so quickly from science fiction to reality? And what could this internet of bodies mean for our lives moving forward? Rand researchers are studying this phenomenon and what consumers and policymakers need to know as we veer into uncharted territory. Uh, It's an ecosystem, a bunch of devices that are connected to the internet that contain software and that either collect personal health data about you or can alter your body's function. Rand Corporation says, or can alter your body's function. Mm. We think of the internet bodies internet of bodies as this collection of all these devices as well as all the data that the devices are gathering about you and in healthcare iob has been around for quite a while but the advent of the internet it makes a lot of sense to connect your pacemaker to the internet so that your doctor can be automatically notified if something weird happens or if there's an anomaly it's natural <laughs> We need an Orwell alert. Can you can you put together an Orwell? <laughs> yes, alert? I'll have an Orwell yeah, we need sounder. An, we need an Orwell sounder. Uh, that's yeah. brilliant. Add that to the list. Okay. Orwell alert. <clears throat> it's natural in a lot of ways to want to understand more about your body, how it functions, and how well it's doing, and apparently to turn over control of it to the tech gods. Wow. IOB devices could revolutionize healthcare. Unprecedented amounts of personal health data could inform treatment plans that are completely tailored to a patient's needs. Some other article I found on this topic, dude, talked about how you won't even need a doctor anymore because all of this data, wherever it goes, you'll have some AI system telling you what you need, predicting that you're about to have a heart attack. Here's a Forbes article about it. God, dude, this is insanity. You know, I saw, the, I saw a chimpanzee smoking out of a bong yesterday on, on Instagram. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's what the internet should be for, man. Cat videos, chimps smoking bongs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not, not tracking your health data at a molecular, oh. cellular level. Oh, my God. Dude. How do we blow this so, thing up? <clears throat> uh, Can we say that without getting canceled? Figuratively? Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Seems like this train's on the tracks. It starts to get really hard to. I, I mean, it might. To me, this just redefines the phrase "off the grid," right? You want to live off the grid? Don't let yourself. Mm. Don't let your body become part of the Internet of Bodies. You know what this means? Anyway, it's going to be a a black market where you're going to pay top dollar for a twenty year old refrigerator. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, look at the cost of a used car these days. I want an, like an 80, early 80s model Ford pickup. You mm-hmm. know how much an 80, early 80s model, single cab, long wheelbase, Ford pickup costs in virtually any condition? Mm-mm. Minimum of 20 grand, 30 if it's like, if it's clean. Mm. 30 grand for a damn near 40-year-old truck. Um, you know, it's in large part because they're classics now, but it's also because you can pop the hood and work on them. Um, let me play this little clip. But listen to this. This chick's a little creepy, but Google the things she says, man, and you'll find things like Forbes and Google Internet of Bodies. Yeah, that's what we were just reading about. But there's another phrase here which I 
Which I knew nothing about this, by the way, until pre-show. Here we go. No, they're not blood clots. And what I'm about to say is going to sound really crazy, but I trust you will look into it. Look into Intrabody Nano Network administered through Vax. Just type in those keywords. Then look into transhumanism. Then look into the Internet of Bodies. Then look into how the Internet of Bodies is going to tie into and become the foundation of this new digital financial system that's coming. And then it's all going to make sense. It is self-assembling nanotechnology for the purpose of creating a carbon nanotube network within the human body to make the human body a device that can eventually be linked into the Internet of Bodies. It is biotechnology created through the manipulation of lipids with polyethylene glycol pegulation. Polyethylene glycol is one of the components that can be used to make hydrogel. And after the self-assembling nano network is administered in a human body, along with nano sensors, which is what those round modulars that people are finding, the next step is a form of a chip, which will probably come in the form of like a quantum dot tattoo that will be initiated for the usage within the digital financial system that is coming. But once that chip is put in place with the intrabody nano network, that will be the authentication and individualization of every human body that has this technology within it, the network and the chip making them all devices linked into the internet of bodies the psychological biological genetic and physiological data from every single individual will be what backs the new financial system information is the new gold and all of the data being harvested no longer requires permission or notification from anyone that took this jab because they are now GMOs, which is a product owned by a corporation. The head of that corporation is BlackRock. I know what I'm saying sounds crazy. Dude, we were just having a nice, (laughs) lighthearted, all over the map, scatter shooting episode, and you had to drop that darkness on us. Make, you there. know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to go take all of my money out of the bank, bury half of it, and buy guns with the rest of it. Man, there's a lot there. And dude, what like kind of conspiracy she says theorist at the end, says dude, that? I just said I want to take my money out of the bank and bury it and then buy guns. Like that's that's what I don't that makes think me burying it's gonna do any good, do. dude. Have you ever noticed how they're trying to get rid of cash? Yes. Yeah. That's part okay. of this. Dude. What about gold? Will that have any value? Uh only to the extent that they I can continue to make, make a comeback. Do you know why gold is as valuable as it is? Because it's one of the finest superconductors on the planet. Well, I also know that they you know what you print, need if you're going to run the internet of things. Gold. They can't make gold out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, but but dude, it's not just shiny. It's not just not shiny metal for making for for making jewelry, mm-hmm. right? They need it to make like uh, spacecrafts, and they need it to make like computer ships, right? It is one of the most necessary components of any high technology. So yeah, gold will still have a value, but it's not going to be a cash value. Well, it's we need to be figure the, out a way. We need to have this conversation to help our dwindling listening audience <laughs> figure out what to do with their money. Do you think that would be a valuable conversation to have? <sighs> and we need to be ahead of the curve on it too when the digital currency world that's the thing is dude she she synthesizes so many things that we've touched on into one concise narrative that sounds insane until you realize that every single thing she said oh is based in reality and you can track it down so let's get to the point you're making it is a simple fact that 
governments across the world are trying to create programmable digital central bank digital currencies. They're called CBDCs. Mm -hmm. Google, Biden, central bank digital currency. And you will see that just in the last 18 months since he took office, he has empowered the Fed to investigate the possibility of creating a digital dollar. And if the government's going to create a digital dollar, meaning it's, as they say, programmable, totally controllable, right? It's no longer, you're not going to get a dollar. It's like when you watch a sci-fi and you've got credits, right? Mm. When you watch any kind of sci-fi and somebody's using their hand to pay for something with their credits, those credits can be given and taken away, right? They're no longer your assets. I mean, one of the things that might save us is the banks don't like this idea because guess who gets screwed? The banks do. Mm Because I was reading on a government website just 10 days ago about the plan for a U.S. digital dollar. Actually, it wasn't on a website. It was on Wall Street Journal. It was either Wall Street Journal or Forbes. I think it was the Wall Street Journal. Pointing out, it may not be coming as soon as you think because the banks aren't into it because if there's going to be a U.S. digital dollar, then the U.S. government will control it. You won't need a bank. Right. They'll have a ledger, just like your Bitcoin crypto ledger, right? That's centralized in the U.S. government, and it records what you have, right? And also, like we've talked about previously, uh, <clears throat> sorry, Mr. Cook, you have consumed your red meat ration for the month. That's right. Have some canned green beans instead. That's right. Your habits will be tracked on everything from Twitter to Facebook to apparently at a you know gut and cellular level what you're actually consuming and just like they do in China already you'll be getting scored accordingly right and they might say mm-hmm. you can't we we have on our ledger these credits you've earned this US digital dollar but you're not allowed to spend it this week on this thing airline tickets or red meat because you've exceeded yeah you've exceeded your carbon footprint for the month right i got a buddy who i've talked about many times who i I really do think is either a spook or an alien or both and i'm (laughs) i'm i'm i wish i was i wish i was really kidding but i'm really kind of not because he starts talking about this stuff and he does it to f with us and scare the crap out of us but when he points it out I'm like, oh, damn it. You know what you're talking about. He pointed out, <clears throat> how are the rich and the powerful? You know, because uh, John Kerry has made it abundantly clear he needs his private jet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is not going to give up his powerful uh, ability to influence climate change agendas by jumping on his jet, right? So what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to buy credit from other people, right? So as you're, you know, if you're already wealthy and powerful, then you can go to somebody who has credits, but not the means to utilize them. And you can buy the social credits necessary to then spend money, right? So there'll be like a whole market for this. Anyway, she talked about, you brought up Albert Burla. It was such, I had forgotten about that. And the fact that he points out that he wants to give you a pill that will monitor your, your blood and tell Pfizer whether you've complied with shot mandates. You think that's not going to get plugged right into the idea of a programmable digital currency that you can spend only if you've been compliant? Right. Damn right it is. So the question that we're left with is, does this at the moment have anything to do with these shots? Um, I don't have the bridge for that. But I will say that the wholesale willingness by supposedly half the country, and I say half because like half the country took the Johnson and Johnson, right? You remember we were breaking. That's the one I took. Yeah. We were breaking all that stuff down like last summer that the like 50% of the, when they were reporting that 80% of Americans were fully vaccinated. Well, over half of those were people who took the one-shot Johnson & Johnson, which is not mRNA technology. Uh, it is a DNA technology, uh, but it's very different. It's a little bit more. It's been around longer. 
um, my point is the willingness of our society at an 80% clip to take an experimental vaccine, um, which was designed to change your body's genes to cause it to make the very spike protein that was so toxic and dangerous from the virus that you're trying to protect you from would indicate to me that people are way more willing, even if the vaxes themselves that we've already had aren't doing that, they're way more willing to adopt this than we realize. During the last two years, one of the Scandinavian countries, Sweden, Fenway, one of those. Wait, wait, so you're saying that 80% of the country was vaccinated? That's what they say. I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't really believe it either. That's what they say. Maybe it was eighty percent. I think it was eighty percent that had had at least one shot. So thirty percent of conservatives got vaccinated. Oh, a lot of conservatives got a vaccine because the percentage of old people in the conservative sure side is much higher. A lot of people, like my wife, did it for work, and you know, yeah. Um, I think a lot of those people have since been like, "No, I'm never doing that again." Well, right, but. So hopefully what we know now we knew, we knew a little bit then, but what we know now is worldly different from what we knew then. Hopefully the shots that they already took are not self assembling nanotechnologies, mm. uh, but they were just like warm up precursors to get everybody used to taking whatever the hell the government tells you to take. And the next shots will be that. Um, or what is this? Inter, interbody nano network vaccines. These are again. These are terms everybody should Google because uh, this chick's not making this stuff up. All those phrases are real. All those phrases go right into World Economic Forum. I hate speaking, today's show. Speaking of World Economic org, the Internet of Bodies is here. This is episode how ninety two. You world. suck. <laughs> I had a thought. I had to finish a loop. Thought. I'm there just trying to derail you and get us back into a, a, a brighter, lighter place. Hey man, Aldous Huxley around this shortly there, shortly after 1984 was written, wrote a book called the brave new world about all, all of this, all of this, the brave new world is a dark ass book. <clears throat> this brave new world we're facing right now. It's a dark ass world, bro. Hate to break it to you, but mm. this thing is the mark of the beast. Sorry, all y'all that took it, but it is. You took a man-made solution to protect you supposedly from something that if you had survived it to the point when that vi- or the vaccines came out, you had pretty much already survived the worst of it and we're going to be fine. And you let them modify your DNA. Maybe this is why we lost 60 listeners in the last four months, but I- I'm done screwing around or playing patty cake about it. Yeah. Like, you know, put your faith in God, not in atheist techno wizards. Which is what the people who make this crap are. Oh, which we've talked about. Like Aaron has had joint pain and is two still episodes. That? No, not not as much now. That's good. She hasn't had any more like heart things pop up. But that kind of stuff wasn't there pre-vaccine. Yep. I wish I could remember what this this thought that I was on a second ago that was going to kind of like. You want, you want to hear something tie crazy? Tie I got together. So there's the email chain that's going around from uh, the Mountain Man trip, and the three older guys, you know, sending emails. Oh, yeah, it wasn't coughing. Started coughing on the way home. When got a COVID test, I'm positive. Everybody stay safe. And I said, well, I hope you guys feel better. You know, I called my dad, and then you know, I'm, my my email response was, well, I'm going to go to the gym before this thing hits me, so I can get a workout in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the guy, one of the younger guys, one of my buddies, was like sarcastically said, and he's way more woke. Like, he said, "Well, that seems like a real good idea." <laughs> yeah, I'm not sick yet, so I don't have any symptoms. The CDC mm-hmm. says that you're fine to do this, and uh, yeah, so suck it. Okay, so this is from this is from an, a little place called the NIH. It was a good uh, workout too. This is, I think, I think most Americans are now familiar with the NIH. That would be the U.S. National Institutes of Health. Their website, which we have cited many, many times over the years, has an article 
an intrabody molecular communication networks framework for continuous health monitoring and diagnosis. Sounds uplifting. Mm-hmm. Remember when she said intrabody neural network? Intra. Nano- I have another. I have another one line in issue. I'm gonna do it now. Uh, it's not really even a joke. It's just a statement. Fauci's gonna retire in December. We didn't even hit on that. The devil himself. Yeah. That's uh, we'll have to save that one for next week. So I'm at the I'm up against it already. But intrabody communication networks are designed. This is the abstract from the NIH's article: an intrabody molecular communication networks framework for continuous health monitoring and diagnosis. Intrabody communication networks are designed to interconnect nano or micro-sized sensors located inside the body for health monitoring and drug delivery. And drug delivery. Does oh. that mean that like? They can shoot you up with something that can then shoot you up with something else. Drug delivery. Like that stuff's already in you. They can use that to deliver a new drug. What does that mean? The most promising solutions are made of implanted nanosensors to timely monitor the body for the presence of specific diseases and pronounce a diagnosis without the intervention of a physician. This is that article I was talking about earlier. We don't need doctors anymore, which is a good thing uh, because the ones who took the shots are you know, dropping like flies in Canada and the ones that didn't are, you know, getting, losing their jobs <clears throat> in this manner, several deadly health conditions such as heart attacks are avoided through the early in vivo detection of their biomarkers. They're avo- the heart attacks that they were going to give you from their shots are now detectable from their biochemical weapon they've put in your body or not right. weapon, but tracer All or whatever that. it is. The this, this framework is based on molecular communication, a novel communication paradigm where information is conveyed through molecules. <sighs> uh, let's look up uh, self-assembling nanobodies. You so, know what I hate? <laughs> having to bring three kids through this time in history. It's a really a daunting task. I know, dude. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, and um... like I, I, I love my kids more than anything in the whole world. But if I could go back in time and see how the world changed in the last ten years, I don't know if I'd do it again. Just, I mean, like, I still would. Um, I mean, I, I, I because... love them so much. Of course, I, I want to believe that I would. But if I knew, and who knows what, how much worse it's going to get? I don't know. It's going to get worse. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. Wow. 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 Oh, my God. Guys, now, now people please. are dropping off like flies off the listening up. feed because they're like, God, these guys are depressing. Self-assembled <laughs> nanoparticles, exciting platforms for vaccination. The biotechnology technology journal. Vaccination is successfully advanced to control severe fatal disease, fatal diseases and improve human life expectancy. However, additional innovations are required in this field because there are no effective vaccines to prevent some infectious diseases. The shift from the attenuated, that's, you know, traditional vaccines, to safer but less immunogenic protein or peptide antigens has led to search for effective blah, 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 blah. Point being, Yeah. Self-assembled nanoparticles can be used to display the targeted epitopes and antigens in a defined pattern, eliciting high levels of immune responses. Yeah, you know how like you take one of these shots and you feel like shh, hammered dog crap for two days? I that know. would be a high level of immune response. I would not know. So they are superior to function as delivery platforms in vaccine field. All right. I'm going to go shoot my bow. I'm going to do something to make me feel better. Uh really need to do that Mm. this has been a great episode Uh, i've really enjoyed the first nanoparticles and uh the second half just is but you know what i mean i'm sitting here bitching about like but but this is what we do on the show is bring these topics to light as depressing and dark as they are that girl sounded crazy she looks crazy in the video but everything she said is on the nih website or on the world economic forum website or on the forbes's website or any dude ah, getting back to your point about kids god told us to go forth and multiply raising a family is biblical it is what has brought meaning love and peace into the lives of human beings since the dawn of time we're doing literally god's work and because we're awake god willing we're training a new generation 
to question this crap, question authority, to say no to <laughs> that level of body modification, you know, genetic modification. Hmm. And, um, you know, God chose us for this moment in time. So that's a, a high honor. That must mean that we're worth, uh, he finds us worthy warriors uh, in this massive. And he's talking me back off the ledge. Cataclysm. Dude, so Feeling that was better. the advice. I, I think I've mentioned it, but I gave that talk at our men's retreat earlier this year um, about this period of chaos and sharpening how my sword. Is, sharpening my sword. That men and women of God enter into the fray like you did this week against those leftists in Austin mm. uh, to restore some order to this period of chaos. You can never kill off the chaos and kill off the evil entirely, but we have to push it back, push it back with light, right? And this pastor slash attorney at our table afterward was like, what an honor it is that God chose us, guys, us. We were made. We were literally really made by God perspective to live now and fight this battle. So fight it, we must. I got to go. All right. Adios, Fauci. Thanks for tuning in to episode 92 of Justified Pursuit. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Yeah, stay away from self-assembling nanoparticles. Ugh, or something like that.